0: Hello and welcome back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, DM Clinton, and I'm here with the Warriors of Light, led by Alex, who's playing Aristotle.
1: You're just saying that because I'm in the front.
0: And Nathan is playing Reeton. Hey! Aiden is playing Vraskin.
2: Oh was up?
3: Connor is playing Hugo. Look, I just want to know, what is it going to take for you to see things my way?
2: <laughs> Ripping out our eyes?
0: <laughs> Praying to a dead god. Okay, we are here in the fort of Karak Naratha, the f- large ultra-sized fortress of Jinshalast. The team had just defeated a flight of Kutrama, which are kind of like vulturemen and they shot their large great bows from their feet, talons. All of the Kuchima are dead and we are picking up right where we left off. All right, team, you're standing around outside the gates. Kuchima and their large masterwork bows are all laying around. Most of them have been destroyed as they fell too far. What do you guys do?
4: I'm going to move up next to Hugo and ask him to heal me.
3: Hugo will pull out his janitorial-style keyring of various wands be like, Here we go. Let me give you a boop of uh, Cure Moderate Wounds.
4: Okay. You might want a lot of boops of Cure Moderate Wounds. He's
3: like a pincushion. We'll give you ten boops. We'll see how you're doing after ten boops.
0: Okay. What do the rest of you want to do while this is happening?
1: Continue
2: exploring and scouting out. All right. You are free
0: to
1: move about. I would like to say while this is going on, my invisibility is going away. Because it's just greater invisibility. Okay.
3: For the listening audience, after uh, exactly a minute, this wand is glowing red hot and Reeton has healed 120 hit points.
4: That was good. That was good. I'm at uh, 177 out of 182. So we're good.
3: I'm going to let this thing cool down for a minute, but does anyone else need a refresher?
0: Nope. Nope. I was the only one hurt. So Vraskin and Aristotle have another nine rounds to go. And as you approach the gate, it's heavy and apparently barred from the other side.
2: Okay, then I'll just fly over. Okay. I'm on top of the uh, battlements at the moment, on top of the wall. Um, can I see anything particular past that?
0: Here, I'll move you. There you go.
2: What do I see? What you
0: see is a large courtyard filled with what to be maybe two dozen oryx. Oryx are large bulls and farm cows, like, of huge size.
2: Okay, gotcha
0: the gate is barred from this side it looks like the two of you, Aristotle and Braskin, probably could lift it off.
1: I would like to mention I still haven't began flying since we've gotten to asked so unless Oh no. Yeah, unless Raskin carries me over the gate I am on the other side of it Roger.
2: I mean I'd rather you just stay over there. So I'll fly over and then I'll just pop the bracing off
0: Okay, go ahead and give me a strength check to lift that large timber Go dragon man, go.
2: Oof 12.
0: No, that's not enough Uh, You can try again
2: Uh, 17.
0: Yeah, that's enough. Okay, so finally you lift just enough and it falls off. Okay, and then you can push the gates towards Vraskin.
2: Okay, so I'd pull them open. Gotcha. Right,
0: the other side, it looks like the gates are already broken down to the north. Mm
2: -hmm. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: And here you can see the, uh, from the north, you can see the Golden Road. So starting at Karaknurath's northern gate is an elevated stone causeway that's 75 feet wide and runs nearly 100 feet off the ground in places. It's like one of those uh, Magnemarion monument roads. Like the, oh, the uh, what is it called? Irespan? Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. This elevation is not immediately obvious, though, as huge buildings and towering structures constructed along the road's entire length give the illusion that the causeway remains at ground level. This illusion is broken somewhat where small feeder alleys branch off from the main course of the causeway to descend into the various districts of the city below. Though the bricks of the road are of basalt, they do in many places retain gold plating that might have once covered the entire run. The golden road remains sound, though here and there stretches of up to 200 feet in length have collapsed into rubble. In areas abutting the Slave District, the Golden Road is often bordered to the east by the lava flow and in many places has been destroyed or overflowed by it. Other sections actually open into the deeps of some place and the layers of other creatures dwelling there. I guess we should show you the city so that you guys can see that. It's that road, right? Yes, it's that road. That's one that's been partially covered by, yes, that road there. Partially covered. It's on the eastern side and it travels straight up. Okay, so do you guys need any rest? It's uh, midday, I would say.
4: Uh, unless somebody needs spells, I I think I'm good to go. Hugo's fine. Yeah,
1: I'm fine with spells. I have lots. I'm plenty fine. Should we follow the only road? Follow the only road.
4: Follow the only road. I'm I'm sad that Raskin didn't join in. <laughs> And that makes me very happy.
0: (laughs) All right. So you move northward along the road and you come to a lava flow that overflows and breaks and collapsed the road. You guys are all flying, correct?
1: Yep. Yeah. I am. I suppose at this point I should be flying, yeah.
0: Long-term flights for everyone?
1: Yeah. I have my magic carpet.
2: I mean, I could just carry you guys until the point where we need to fly in combat and you guys can use magic there.
1: Okay, I'm cool with that. I'm not opposed While I'm getting carried, I'm going to smoke my pipe. Okay. All right. You move a little bit farther, traveling upwards.
0: You see to the far left, a wide open space where there might be
4: movement.
2: Should we investigate?
4: Can we roll a perception check to see? Sure. Go ahead. It's far. Probably a little out of my sight. Yeah, it's
3: pretty
1: far. I did roll a fortitude save to resist addiction and I passed.
4: Uh, I rolled a 20 on my perception, so probably won't be able to see anything. And I'm gonna look over and see Hugo using binoculars. Just like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> he just has his hands up to his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> anyone else? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Uh 26.
0: Okay, anyone else? Five.
2: Vraskin is the one <laughs> with his hands up to his eyes.
0: Like, uh-huh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't do that. You're holding us. His answer is up to his ears, actually. Yeah. Can't hear anything. That's it. Uh, okay. This is probably out of range for Hugo, I imagine. Yeah. yeah
0: <laughs> Aristotle, um, all you can tell is that there are large figures over there. It's just too many buildings in the way. You can't quite clearly see it. You'll have to get closer if you want to.
1: Maybe I'm hallucinating.
0: All right.
4: The team is going to move over.
0: Yeah, let's do it.
4: I would like to go over there and kill some giants.
0: Okay, as you approach, you see definitely giants. This is a giant encampment. This section of the ruined city has been cleared of rubble, leaving a roughly circular courtyard about a quarter mile in diameter. Many oversized tents and crude shelters have been erected in the clearing, turning it into what looks like a giant-sized refugee camp. Let's see, this huge amount of cloud, frost, and storm giants here. Oh.
2: Do you have any idea on how many total?
0: Uh more than eh, there are more than four five hundred hill giants, frost giants, and stone giants currently encamped in this area.
3: Let's get them reading.
0: They uh appear to be acclimating to Ginchelas Thin Air.
4: Ah. Interesting. Sense.
0: So they're laying about uh looking tired. Ooh, bunch of exhausted giants. Although uh, I mean five hundred. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have a battle for five hundred of them.
3: Why not? Uh-huh. Roll for initiative. I will see you in a month. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if, you, if you get enough of them to line up. I mean, I'm tempted. I want to do this.
3: Storm giants are scary, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I actually don't remember storm giants. You go and learn.
2: Okay, I'll allow 3 3 checks,
0: one for each giant.
3: Probably local for giants. Yes. Yeah. Good luck somebody else.
4: I'm not a local yokel. I don't know about giants. I don't know anything about local localities.
3: Go team.
0: You already know about the stone. Yeah. So all you're really interested in is frost and storm giants. Frost giants are large. Storm giants are huge. Frost giants, their hair can be light blue or dirty yellow, and their eyes usually match its hair color. Of course, from this distance, you can't see that. But they dress in skins and pelts, and their skin is blue. Frost giant warriors don chain shirts and metal helmets decorated with horns and feathers. The adult males stand around 15 feet tall and weigh approximately 2,800 pounds. Females are slightly shorter and lighter, but otherwise identical to males.
4: Can anybody do chain lightning and just kill everyone? Not with storm giants.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I have chains of fire though.
2: Wait, seriously, none of us have knowledge local? Yeah, the how cracks. did that
1: fall through the fingers?
2: I don't know, especially since this is such a big campaign on giants. Okay, next level. <laughs> <laughs> how do we let that fall through the cracks? Oh, because we're three charisma casters and a barbarian. That's why. Yep, uh-huh.
0: that's exactly why. And this is like four characters in. We've yeah, had a couple yeah. changes.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair, especially because I'm usually the one playing the skill monkey. Right. Everyone
3: looks at Braskin. What do you mean you don't have local?
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're large and they aren't scaly. They aren't from another plane and they aren't dragons. I don't know.
0: (laughs) So the other giants are storm giants. These are towering, muscular humans of heroic proportions with bronze skin, dark hair, and sparkly green eyes. They tend toward tan complexions, although some rare specimens have violet skin, deep violet or blue-black hair, and silvery gray or purple eyes. Such violet coloration is considered to be good luck among the storm giants. Those possessing it tend to become leaders among their kind. They are about 21 feet tall and weigh around 12,000 pounds. Storm giants can live to be around 600 years old. At rest, they prefer to wear short, loose tunics belted to the waist, sandals or bare feet, and headbands. They wear a few pieces of simple but finely crafted jewelry with anklets favored by the barefoot giants, rings or circlets being most common. Yet, when they outfit themselves for battle, they don shimmering breastplates and wield enormous greatswords and bows. Okay, so since you guys don't know much about them, you're not really quite sure how strong they are or what their capabilities might be.
4: I'm thinking very, uh, especially since there's 500 of them.
0: Yeah, there's a
1: lot of them.
4: I was curious, can I do a perception check to look around and see if there's... I mean, we can always just, like, not fight 500 giants, but I'm looking around to see if there's any, like traps we could use or anything like that. Can we drop a mountain on them? <laughs> yeah, stuff like that.
0: Okay, I will roll for that.
4: Okay. I, I was thinking there there were those cow-like things to the south. Maybe we could trigger them to run up here. Ooh, Oroch Stampede. I don't hate that idea.
1: That's all the way down here. Mm-hmm. And we're all the way up here.
0: Yeah, the far to the south, probably f- a mile.
1: As the crow flies, yeah.
3: Does anybody have profession gargantuan cowboy?
4: <laughs> you know, shockingly enough, I was gonna take that next level.
2: I have profession piss everything off and scare everything.
3: Yes, yes, we're very familiar with that.
2: <laughs> but I could just scare them in the direction of giants.
3: same idea, we're not guaranteed that they'll get where they're going, but it'll stir up some chaos to give them a reason to leave camp.
2: Yeah, I just. Yeah. Eh? That's fair.
4: That actually wouldn't be terrible, even if they. Like, if you go to the south, you can at least make them go north somewhere. Yeah. And it's going to draw the attention of the giants up here.
0: All right, Aristotle, while you, everyone's talking about this plan, you've been watching the camp and you notice that there's one stone giant that's going around from various camp to camp and he's talking to the various types of giants. And he'll he'll spend a few minutes and then move off. He's kind of like um he's
1: unusual. He's
3: kind of stands out to you.
1: Man, I don't know if it's the flayleaf talking, but that dude seems a little different.
3: Maybe it's his commissar helmet.
2: That's fair. Well, not only that, but these are three different factions of giants. Aristotle, do you have any magic we can use to piss them off and point them at each other?
1: He goes over his spell list. He starts looking at his tattoos, and he's like, I don't know, man, I don't really have something like that.
2: Got any wands or anything? Turn, there you go.
3: If we could get close enough to him, I could break his mind. If nothing else, it'll disrupt whatever it is he's trying to organize.
1: Aristotle starts going through and he starts picking wands out and he's like mm-hmm. he because he, uh, he, he made labels for each of them because mm-hmm. he doesn't know what all of them do just by looking at them. So he pulls out one of them. He goes uh, wand of oppressive boredom? Nah. He puts it back in. Endure elements? I don't think that's going to help. What if we use Wanda Reduce Person on
4: them? Does anybody remember Saris? Anybody here? I don't know if anybody was with Saris. Hugo, were you?
3: Hugo definitely wasn't there for that.
4: She gave me this thing that might startle them. I don't know if it would do anything, but I got this whistling arrow, and it might also startle those uh, cows down there.
3: I mean, if we need to startle cows, I think Raskin's got that one handled. I don't hate the stampede idea, I don't hate investigating the singleton that might
1: just be a flat leaf hallucination. <laughs> I think this might be a see-and-don't-touch kind of thing, guys. Yeah.
2: The other thing we could do is we use layers of invisibility. So two of us go invisible, Hugo and myself, and then we sneak over there, I cast greater invisibility on Hugo, and then he mind-breaks the big one and then I re-up his regular invisibility and then we sneak back out.
4: Yeah, we could do that. That's what I was thinking. Something along the lines of mind break that one that's going around to everyone and see if we can start some infighting, which would be fun to watch.
1: It's the best bet that we got because I can't come up with anything
4: better than that for sure.
2: Aristotle and I can stay back. Yep. And provide long range support and cheerlead. oh, oh you, you guys are actually going to
0: assault <laughs> the giant and Oh, we aren't going to assault it. We're going to infiltrate oh, it. Just infiltrate it and see what you can hear these guys talking about. Okay. And possibly fuck with someone. Right. <laughs> Okay. Maybe that one stone giant that's kind of making us
3: around. Yeah, exactly. The commissar-looking one was our intended target. Yeah, that's our He
0: doesn't, he's not wearing anything unusual for a stone giant. He's just kind of friendly to a few groups as he's going through. He's avoiding others. You can watch that too. You see that he's avoiding others and he's going around and he's kind of like talking and looking over his shoulder and talking and then moving to another one, talking to them, looking around. Interesting. He looks
2: Shady. He's the drug dealer. We should investigate, if nothing else. The other thing I'm going to do is I'm swapping my active cloak item. Okay. So I'm swapping the Cloak of Resistance for the Cape of the Mount to back.
0: Aha. Okay, so you're going to kind of sneak over and turn invisible. It's just by yourself, or who's coming with you?
2: I think it's Hugo, but
3: you're going to have to really be able to tell me where they're at before I start walking.
2: Oh, yes, oh, that's fair. Okay. I mean, I can guide you, but
3: maybe uh two of us go in both invisible or something? I could I could see you when you're visible. Yeah. And then Aristotle and Reden will stay behind. We're going to watch. Theoretically, if you could float me 100 feet above invisibly, that'd be close enough.
2: Very, very feasible. All right. My only slight concern is them hearing, like, wing flaps. but I don't...
0: Yes, you you were not flying silently while a magical flight would be. Going to require stealth checks from you.
3: Yeah, I could fly above invisibly, but I cannot cast spells silently. Mm-hmm. I mean, invisibility is good, and I'm pretty dodgy as is. Do we want to risk this? I kind of want to risk it. <laughs> oh, I
2: absolutely want to risk it. So I think we should both go invisible, and then I can magically cast fly on both of us. So if you cover invisibility, I'll cover fly, and then I can do greater invisibility if we need to.
3: I will need greater invisibility, but I can give you a boop with regular invisibility, no problem. Yes.
2: So let's do that.
3: Okay, yeah. Two charges gone. Both of us drink. Okay. Hugo literally can't notice any difference.
2: hmm Yep. You guys fly
0: over the top of the campment, and you definitely count easily more than 500 giants. Occasionally, they come from the north. Some giants come from this thoroughfare coming southward and down. They're like little pods, and they look tired. They're carrying construction equipment, and then they scatter amongst the encampment. And then some are picked up and and then they leave along that road heading northward. So giants come and go into the north. You get near that one giant. Let's see if I can show you his portrait.
1: Yep. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. He's a stern looking guy. He's got uh, tattoos scoured into his head and pretty chatty with the various things he's what he's doing is um let's see let's do a little another perception check i'll I'll roll for you guys you guys are above him right so hugo vraskin okay yeah vraskin would have to be standing right next to him to hear him and you guys know giant any of you hugo does hugo knows giant hugo you can easily hear from your distance 100 feet above him what the conversations are what he's doing is he's clandestinely—let's see—he's he, building himself a private army, so he can claim several now-abandoned giant homelands on the Storvall Plateau's own holdings. So he's kind of fomenting a rebellion, trying to get enough of the other giants on his side to fight off Rune Lord Karzuk.
3: I'll let Braska know. It looks like these guys might have some similar interests to us.
2: How do we handle this?
3: We can still break his brain. That would be funny than anything else. This could be an ally.
2: Yeah, I'm aware of that as much as I do, like, fucking with giants. You
0: might get even more information if uh, you just spend a little more time listening.
3: We should do that. Hugo's going to get a, a half-baked thought in his head. He could polymorph as per greater polymorph. I could become a giant and talk to him and be like, hey, I happen to have some allies we might be able to help with you. They're a little non-traditional, Ooh. though. What do you think about that, Braskin?
2: It's a great idea, actually. Mm-hmm. My only concern is he might not be trusting. He might be aware of most of the giants here.
3: We could brain drain him. We could see what he knows. The, the way that it works is it allows me to make a knowledge check using his bonus, and it's treated as if it's you know information he would be privy to. Hmm. We could take a check see what it is that he's rebelling against, or what it is he's worried about, and then we could show up like the A-Team and be like, hey, we're here to solve your problems.
2: See, the thing is, that might be a little too convenient for him if he's intelligent.
3: Then we break his brain and laugh all the way back. And if that doesn't work, we throw Reeton at it. We have contingency plans for everything, Braskin.
4: I forgot who we are for a minute. I ain't fighting 500 giants.
3: Telekinetic charge. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay. Do you want to put your plan into play?
3: Raskin, t- do, you, do you want to talk me out of this before we proceed?
2: Uh, We should probably at least bring you somewhere where you can hide and come out as a giant. Because if you just poof, there's <laughs>
0: plenty of buildings around. Plenty
4: of buildings. Yeah, go into a dark alleyway or something. Yeah.
0: This guy named Gyukak Gyukak. Yeah, Gyukak. He's here. He happens to be near the group about three or 400 feet near this alleyway here.
3: Um is there anything in the alleyway like um no. debris nothing at all <laughs>
0: Oh it's yeah there's some debris but it's mostly clear
3: I was thinking of picking stuff up that could look like it could be salvaged like solid brick or make it look like I'm doing something useful out here
0: Um there might be some old furniture that they've been bringing in for firewood There we go It's all freeze dried furniture it's been over 10,000 years old
3: It's not enchanted it'll burn Yeah all right. Let's this pan and see how it goes. All right.
0: So you cast your spell, transforming yourself into a stone giant.
2: And so as he's doing this, I'm going to fly back to the group inform them of what's going on. I'm like, hey, we're going to try talking to this guy because he seems to be forming a rebellion. Hugo's turning into a giant as we speak. We should go back him up just in case things go bad.
4: Yeah, My idea is this. Aristotle and I can stay behind and if we think- <laughs> see things go south, we can greater
2: teleport away from you guys. Uh, you know what, I guess that's pretty fair. You guys should probably wait a few seconds because I can teleport both Hugo and I to you and then we can all greater teleport
4: out yeah that's probably for the best like if if something goes south we're pretty good at killing giants i don't think we're 500 giants good at killing giants not yet
2: yet being the operative word yeah Yeah. give me a couple levels so just want to inform you guys of the plan i'll head back to give him overwatch and i'll fly back over to where hugo is
0: okay so hugo you've transformed yourself into what form of giant
3: I think Stone Giant would be good. I don't want to make myself seem like I'm some high and mighty person. I'm just a liberated guy with a plan. Mm Mm-hmm. All
0: right. Make your approach.
3: I'm going to find, like, the nicest looking sofa, you know, chair or something like that, and just heave-ho it. Hail. Uh, Hello. Hey, I had heard rumor that you might be organizing some people. I wanted to see if I could make myself useful. That, That was you, right? Uh, me? What do you mean, uh i mean how, how do you think this would go probably not diplomacy but
0: yeah it would definitely either be diplomacy or bluff if you want to bluff him
3: bluff probably I'm, I'm trying to get him to go along all right it's an opposed role go ahead okay hugo will have a 24
0: not bad oh no this yeah he's like oh yeah okay and hey let's go over here and he pulls back into that alley i was pointing at
3: i'm gonna set down the chair i was holding and offer it to him oh thanks Well, uh, yeah, who who are you and uh, what do you know? My name is uh, Blurglock. Nice to meet you, Blurglock. I was here because, well, I thought it would be a good place to, you know, not die. Basically, they came by and said work with the tribe or be exiled, and I didn't really want to be exiled.
0: I know. Damn dirty, isn't it? Man, I'm trying to create a rebel alliance against this evil empire. I'm just
3: fed up with it, and I'm I'm with you there. I'm, although I might not be the most useful, I have a bit of an ace up my sleeve, and I wanted to know if you'd be interested in that.
0: Well, what kind of ace you got?
3: Have you heard of the Valley of the Black Tower down in uh, Varizia?
0: Uh, yeah, wasn't that Machmurian?
3: Yeah, yeah, that guy.
0: Yeah, he he was going to create a army, a, an advanced army, but I heard some adventurers came along and wiped him out.
3: That's right. I happen to have a contact on those adventurers who might be sympathetic to our cause. Really? Hmm. My
0: rebellion really has no chance of succeeding unless we can create some sort of distraction in the north, such as uh, maybe attacking the blue dragon up there, Glorophaeix. Or even if they try to scale Marmassive itself, that will certainly get the attention of all those rune giants.
3: (sighs) Oh. What's your plan once we have this distraction set up? I'll let them know and, um, you know, I'll I'll pass off any message.
0: Well, that will allow me to uh, take my allies and escape. I've got at least a quarter of these giants on my
3: side, ready to go. We just need a distraction. Escape is good, but what about liberation? I've been there before, man. You run and then you get caught again. You either reconcile with your old tribe or you find a new one. And then another big giant comes by and you're in the same situation. I'm tired of running. I want to cut this thing off at the head.
0: There's nothing we can do about that. Unless your friends can actually pierce the occlusion field up there near the peak and take out Rune Lord Karzug, there's not I mean, escape is the only option.
3: I think if anyone has a chance, it's them, but they can't do it alone. Hmm. Well, I,
0: I need a distraction before I can attempt any kind of rebellion.
3: But Let's say we get that distraction. What next?
0: Well, then uh, I would uh, attack the other giants and, and kill off those uh, that are loyal to Karzug, and then he won't have them. We could probably do pretty good once we, uh, if we have that distraction, we could probably. It's, it's the Lamias and the, the Lamia uh, leaders and, uh, the, oh man, and the, and the Rune Giants. We got to distract those guys because they just dominate us and then we're their puppets again.
3: I couldn't agree more. If we can cause the distraction and you could work on unifying and purging your tribe of anyone sympathetic to Karzug, I think that's our best chance.
0: I don't know. I could. I mean, if I could set up a, something in the mountains and make some sort of guerrilla attacks, that'd be our only hope, I would say. Why not? I think that's a great idea. Well, that means escape. Gotta get out of here first. And your distraction will do that. I think that's
3: a good plan. Yeah, sure. That's good. Okay. He holds his hand out. All right. Goo black. I will shake his hand. I rolled a sense motive of 12. I'm wondering how, um, Hmm. honest he was about his intentions to come back. You don't know. Fair.
0: With that roll, he seems fine. Uh, he seems to not see through your disguise, so.
3: I'll give him a a hearty handshake and I'll say, I'll let my associates know, uh, how should we reach out to you if we need to speak further? Uh, come back here and, uh. Should I have one of them come find you, or should I... Well,
0: can I know who they are?
3: Yeah, absolutely. They're small folk, though. Mm, Well... I I know, uh, but they do impressive things. I've seen it firsthand. Well, so is Runelord Karzu. He's not of greatest stature, but he's great in power. And I'm just trying to change things for, for the better of all our kind. Agreed. Could we organize a meet or should they just come find you? I, feel, I, I don't think it'd be safe for them walking around because those sympathetic to Karzug would probably snuff them.
0: That's right. So uh, you, you want to keep them on the down low. And then if once once I see a distraction happening at the north end of the city, then uh, I'll enact my plan. That'll work. Now, hold on. Are they going to scale the occlusion field? How are they going to get to Karzug? They need to get past that occlusion field. They'll never do it if they don't have that.
3: I'll need to talk to them and see what their plans are once they have one. I imagine they'll scout forward. You mentioned the big blue dragon. That seems like it'd be a good distraction cause if we were ready for it. You need
0: some magic rings to be able to pierce the occlusion field.
3: I haven't noticed that in my scrounging for firewood. What sort of magic rings are we talking about?
0: Uh, they've got the the Sahedrin rune on them, and they allow people to pass through. Uh, I think the dragon has one, uh, and some of the leaders have one. Like the
3: Lamia leaders?
0: Certain leaders among the giants have these rings that allow them to enter the field unharmed. Now, I suggest you attempt to assassinate these leaders.
3: That seems in their capabilities. Do you know <laughs> who any of these people would be? Like names I could jot down? The rune giants for sure, I think. It could
0: be that the dragon comes and goes. And the Lamia uh, witches... Yeah, the priest
1: witches to their Lasala gods. So Lamias and dragons and rune giants, oh my. Yes.
3: So there's five rings. One will probably be on that dragon. The others will be split between rune giants and Lamia priestess. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, that's helpful to know. But I'm not exactly sure which ones have it. I haven't seen them myself. I've just heard rumors. This is a good start. We could do recon and plan next steps once we have more information.
0: Agreed. All right. Well, we look forward to the distraction and glad to have you on my
3: team. I think you're going to be a valuable ally, a person whose name I already closed the window of.
0: Guckak. It's okay.
3: Why aren't you wearing your Paizo-mandated name tag?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I wasn't issued one. Ah, nasty conditions around here. Ah, that's true. All right. Fairly well. I imagine at that point an invisible dragon will sweep by and boop me invisible or something. Yeah. Okay. You boop yourself invisible. I can boop you to fly. I still have flight on me. I boop myself invisible and I fly away. All right.
0: Everyone returns back to the team.
4: Hey, guys. Looking good, Hugo.
3: Thank you. Yeah. I've uh, been working out.
4: Oh, wait. You're, you're you're invisible. Sorry.
3: I'll punch Reed and become visible. Bam! Ah, <laughs> uh, giants in the camp. Roll for initiative. No.
4: Uh, roll, roll for uh, if you can hit me. We're not doing this right now. <laughs> I have
3: uncovered some information that might be of use to us. Turns out the giant, bluglugluck I really got to pull that sheet back up and look at it one of these times, has been planning a insurrection in between the giants within the giant encampment. And it sounds like he's sort of waiting for a catalyst to make use of this. What he thinks is if we can cause a distraction that could cause a unit of his giants to escape Zinshalest, they can come back and start doing guerrilla-style assaults on the encampment while we take the rest of it. He also told us that there is going to be a field that is going to be preventing us from being able to progress. In order to pass through this, we are going to need five rings. These rings sound like they have the Sahedrin medallion symbol that we've seen so many times before. One of these rings will be on a blue dragon, and the rest of these rings will be split between rune giants and Lamia priestesses. They are somewhere north. The person wasn't aware of their exact location, but it's something to go off of. It gives us the next place to look and a plan.
2: Wait, hold up. Wasn't the entire purpose of us going to the rune forge and making our dominant weapons was to get through the occlusion field? Was that something else?
4: No, that's to, from what I understand, isn't that to be able to hurt Karzuk?
3: Yeah, these are uh, transmuter bane, of which he is a type. Yeah.
2: Right, but there was. There was another thing about it.
3: This is the first I recall hearing of an occlusion field.
2: This is the first you've actually heard
0: of anything like an occlusion field. Yeah.
2: I, I thought you had said occlusion field prior.
1: I might have mentioned it from the Dryad Queen. Yes, I am looking at it. It is in handout 5-3. The second paragraph says, The Runeforge pool is the key. As I suspected, the occlusion field around Karzug's fortress in Zinshalast has a flaw. His lack of knowledge, and I can't read it because it's so smart text, of uh, Sarkans and my own lord's xandragul's powers have left me an opening. My guards must use the components infused with the lord's virtues, which we have, the domineering, was the trait. He's exactly right. Mm. Well, this giant's talking like he doesn't know anything about that, apparently.
2: Yeah, so then I guess the question mm-hmm. is, do we need to get these right? Ra-
4: So I have another idea. We could get the rings and give them to the most powerful giants on his side.
1: Get them to come and storm the place with us.
4: Yeah. I mean, having a bunch of giants to help take down a blue dragon might be pretty awesome.
3: Well, we're going to make this distraction so they could escape.
2: That's funny that you assume that I'm not going to 1v1 the dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. (sighs) Ah...
3: I want to see it, too, Reetan. It's okay.
0: <laughs> well, you managed to get important information about last from Gutkak, and so I will award the team 12,800 experience.
4: Yay! Uh,
2: 3,200 each.
4: All right, are we heading back? I think we should go get some rings if you guys want to just kill some giants anyway. I mean, we're killing the dragon. Right.
2: <laughs> that is not an option.
4: Reetan just rolls his eyes and is like, Ugh. I think you're too bloodthirsty, man. I don't... You need to try some
2: of that meditation stuff. Remember Uller? I I don't think you understand that this is a rite of passage. You're right. I don't understand that,
4: but... <laughs> he doesn't know what a Lenorm
3: is. <laughs> also, that's not a Lenorm.
2: <laughs> but, yes, I'm aware, but it is a stepping stone for slaying a Lenorm. Ah, uh, I see. Cool. So you're going to fight a dragon. Large water dragon, pretty much. Flightless water dragon. I see.
4: I think it would be good to at least get those rings and get some of the giants on our side. Or we can just go fight the dragon and see what happens. Or you can go fight the dragon and we can watch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like Dragon
1: Ball Z, we're all watching the sidelines just cheering.
4: I'm cool with all of the above. What's the plan, guys? Yeah, what's the plan?
2: We could always go after the rings just in case the barrier was patched so the domineering stuff doesn't work, or we could just bypass it all, not have to worry about any of it and just sneak in.
4: Yeah, just skip all that experience points. Yeah, it it depends on what you guys want to do. I'm just the glass cannon, so I'm here to hit things if they need to be hit.
2: I'd prefer to kill everything, but... I also understand that some fights just can't be taken yet.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Have we tried to Reading at it yet?
2: I learned that with Malfesh Nukor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have learned my lesson in biting off more I can chew.
4: If we're doing it logically, right, we would want to do the Rune Giants first and then go fight the dragon.
2: My only concern with that is if we attack the rune giants first and the dragon is friendly with the rune giants, it will go and provide support, and then we'll be fighting both the rune giants and a dragon. Well, I was thinking using a different
4: tactic. Now, Saris isn't with us, and she would love this. We could assassinate them. And we have somebody here who has a, a, I think he has a spell called Slay Living. I mean, yeah, I have
3: to be able to touch him, though.
4: If we make him greaterly invisible, he could poke them in the butt and then scurry away. That's my thought.
3: These kind of people usually have, like, ways of saving against that sort of stuff, though.
4: Oh, yeah, they're giants, so their fortitude's probably, like...
3: Through the roof. Yeah. I don't know what fortitude is, but you got that right, barbarian guy.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Remember that time you tried to slay living on me? Oh, wait, I don't remember if you tried to do that. You thought about it
3: i don't think i actually did it yet
4: not yet (laughs) and then i rolled a one uh that's that's the only thing i can think of otherwise we're not very good at the assassiny things we're good at the go in there and make a lot of noise things so we might want to just fight the dragon and see what happens
2: i could bait the dragon
3: we could just scout ahead and see what sort of options we have
1: available to us too are we making plans about something we don't know about yet that's true yeah but Eating the dragon would be extremely easy. You are right about that, Raskin. I
2: mean, I can literally just turn into a black dragon and
1: just fly around. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, that's all you gotta do.
4: Yeah. I wonder if we could get the dragon. Hey, how can you become friends
2: with the dragon? That would be counterintuitive to every fiber of my being.
1: <laughs> we don't know the exact location of the rune giants yet, even. So that's another thing.
4: That's true. Fair.
1: Presumably, the dragons probably just hanging out on like the mount, the cliffside. That's probably what he's doing.
4: Yeah, let's. I'd say let's explore north and just see what's going on up there. And we should just explore, see if we can find out where the giants at or the dragons at, and sick Braskin on them or her. Do do dragons have girls? Are there girl dragons? Yes. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, what's the flight speed you guys are flying at?
2: If I'm dragging everybody, ninety.
4: 60 is mine for for my carpet, my magic carpet ride.
0: So to cross one of these tiles is about 12 and a half rounds. Flight, a little over a minute to cross. So if any long-term spells that you guys are using, and you've gone about five or six squares now.
4: Yeah, I don't have any long-term spells on right now, so. Okay, me neither.
0: So now we've channeled almost an hour now, and you've gone that far flying.
2: Yeah, at that point, shield. You're
0: about halfway up the lower city.
2: I think heroism is... Would have fallen off at this point.
4: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, we could travel up to the H, or I'm sorry, the I right there.
0: Mm hmm. It's a good spot. Reeton, as your guys are landing to just check things out and look around, you hear a rock fall from this building you're adjacent to.
4: Is it going to land on us?
0: No, it's like uh, falling rocks, you know,
4: clank, clank, clank uh, okay. little pebbles. Somebody's up there, guys. Somebody's inside that giant building. Mm hmm. So we may want to avoid being seen by them. And with
0: that decision to be pending, we will return next time on Rise of the Remords.
4: Yay! Good. Oh, no. That is the end
0: of
3: the episode. Say we've been spotted, everyone. That's what you found.
4: We found it. Mm-hmm.
3: All right, guys. Goodbye.
0: Thanks, guys.